0: stories from the past to present this is the history of ducks hockey let's turn the pages back and relive from mighty till now welcome everyone to another edition of from mighty till now uh of course we're in the korea studios here in anaheim and uh one of the mightiest ever to wear an anaheim duck sweater is in the korea studio i don't know if he's happy with the name but his name is jay Shiger. jiggy how are you i'm really good and i'm happy with the name yeah (laughs) the name's great (laughs) (laughs) well paul will be happy to hear that we uh we even wanted to, to chat with you on this program, and I was uh, just telling you, we're, I thought we were going to do a Zoom. And then all of a sudden, here you are in town, and um, from my understanding, you're trying to get out of the cold in Montreal, and here you are in the, the hail. <laughs> yeah, well, California. I, I
1: feel like I, I brought the cold weather for you guys. <laughs> I apologize. But, uh, yeah, we wanted to get some sun and uh, some a little bit of heat, but yeah. that's not happening right now. But uh, we're really happy with our trip anyway, where you know, we wanted to go to Disney, do something different, and yeah. just... Going to a resort and and do nothing for a week, so sure. it's it's nice to do that. My wife, uh, uncle lives in Hollywood too, so perfect. We got to see him yesterday, and uh, no, it's, it's it's a nice trip so far.
0: And you got your three boys out here as well. You got the whole family. So and I saw you practice yesterday. So good to see the boys. Good to see the new Great Park guys facility and all that kind of good stuff. And I'm sure they're they're uh, having fun seeing the boys too. I, yeah, they're they're having
1: fun. You know, my uh, my two kids that play hockey, uh, you know, they just love this. You know, they're everything they're seeing and they're taking it yeah. all in. Uh the the you know, I hadn't seen the practice of a facility, so that that was very nice to see. I didn't see the new offices, all the you know, the new studios and Things stuff like have that. Changed, so I know. yeah, no, everything's changed so much and I think I guess it's been five years since I've yeah. I've been here. So I was looking for a, a good occasion to come and uh, March break I guess is a good occasion. Yeah. We'll also go see uh, the Lakers play. Nice, uh, because my middle guy plays basketball and there he's a go. big Lakers fan. So uh, unfortunately, LeBron's not playing, but yeah. anyway, it's gonna be fun anyway.
0: Yes, and the uh, the new locker rooms. Have you seen those yet? I haven't seen the uh, the new locker rooms. The locker room, or, room no. suites. I've been told. Oh yes. really? I haven't really yeah. been in there myself. Oh okay. Yes, so okay. I've been told they won't let you fantastic. in, huh? no, no, I'm not on the list, man. I it's it's crazy. Yeah, security. Um, yeah. A, <laughs> yeah. A lot a lot has changed. Yes, yeah, see lot, that yeah. I can't get around this place anymore. Uh, well, it's funny because, okay, you're going to laugh. I have to tell you, though, I, I thought about you the other day, um, and it was because my little girl was going to the bathroom and her uh, bum was cold on the on the toilet seat. And uh-huh. I told her that I have been to a place, this is a magical hotel in Montreal, oh, yeah. where they have heated toilet seats. And she looked at me like I was Santa Claus. <laughs> there and is Colton. And, and, right? and I'm like, this uh-huh. is, you know, Jiggy and, and Bosch, both put them in their houses. And I every time I see you, I got to talk to you about it because I am, Freaking jealous.
1: No, I, I swear to God. And my, my wife complained this morning. She's like, I hate those cold sheets <laughs> because it is the best thing ever. Yes. You know? Yeah, you get up in the People morning. People do realize. The oh, know it's
0: yes. crazy. No, and my daughter has asked me if I eat lunch in the bathroom. And I <laughs> said, you can. <laughs> you, you can absolutely do that. You could. Yes, you could yes. do
1: everything. Anyway, yeah.
0: <laughs> but, Any Anywho, that's anywho. a great way to start out the conversation. <laughs> I played uh, with a
1: guy in Colorado that bought one on site. Like, he went to the front desk. Like I want to want I want to buy one of those toilet, no, and no they way. were selling them. Yeah, so he bought, like he got got it delivered in Colorado. I, I'm gonna and, write this down. And, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make sure yeah. make a note because that's insane. Need,
0: this is that's <laughs> phenomenal. Um, all right, so uh, so as we roll on here, you know, it's funny is, and I when I sit down and talk with you, I don't need to like go back and do any research, but I did I did go back and just um look at your draft day back in '95 and 13th overall by the then Hartford Whalers. But the reason I wrote this down is because you are connected with somebody that's part of this organization because that pick from Hartford was from the Rangers for a trade that sent Pat Verbeek to the Rangers, and I was like, "Wait a second,
1: that's crazy!" <laughs> Did you were you aware of that? I wasn't aware, and uh, I talked to Pat yesterday. Yeah, and he was telling me he's the one that told me yesterday, so I couldn't believe that we're connected somehow. It, it, you know, the, the world is so small. Like sometimes you hear and there like stuff, and you're like, "Oh, I can't believe this is happening," yeah. but. uh yeah, I, I didn't know that that was the pick. Yeah. I, th- I thought that was the original pick of the Whalers. <laughs> yeah. you know. But no, they they, no. they must have had two picks that, that yeah. year.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I, I thought that was absolutely hilarious. But uh, where I want to get to is, as I know that you're with Hartford for a time, got to get up uh, to the show for a little bit. Then he went to Calgary for four years, and he got to play a little bit there. But then finally, you got traded to the then Mighty Ducks. And I think the date on that was June 10th of 2000. So that happens. Yes. Okay. What what is going through your mind at that time in your career when you get sent to a team owned by Disneyland? <laughs> I'm very excited about
1: that. I was very uh, happy to, you know, I think at the end of the day, you're just happy to, because things were going so so badly in Calgary, and and you just weren't getting a chance. I, I was, Through their defense, they gave me plenty of chances. Did they? I never really seized my chance. I wasn't ready to take it okay, either. I was it. not well. Prepared. I was not well trained, well coached. Uh, you know, part of it is their fault. I think I didn't think they put in enough uh, money or enough, uh, uh, you know, enough coaches and stuff like that to develop their young players in the minors. So when we came up, when uh, you know, most of us weren't ready. You know, and uh, so part of it that's their fault, I'd say. But part of it is probably I wasn't serious enough. I was a young guy. I didn't know what, what it was like to be a pro, and I learned it when I got traded here. You know, and uh, you know who I'm going to bring up? I'm going to bring up Francois Allaire. And and he showed me so much. And he gave me a lot of confidence. I was never afraid to work hard. He just showed me how to work, really.
0: Yeah. And I, you're one of many that sing the praises of Francois Allaire. He's kind of the guru when it comes to goalie coaching, right?
1: Absolutely. And to this day, what goalies are doing today, there still comes from him, you know, and this guy should be in the Hall of Fame, there shouldn't be any question about that. He's done so much for hockey, for goaltending. Uh, you know, we started in, in probably in the '90s with the Canadian Montreal Canadiens with Patrick Oua, uh, and 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 then came here and had success with every goalie that he coached. You know, uh, so you know, Frankie is a, is an amazing person. Uh, still is probably ahead of his time. Still today, uh, he, he works for Florida now, the Panthers, and. But, uh, you know, an amazing coach, an amazing person. But, uh, you know, what he did for goaltending, uh, just for what he did, should be
0: an all of him. When you came on and got a chance to start playing here, you're backing up Guy Bear at the time. Yeah. How was Guy? Was he as nice as he is? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. No, he was. He's a nice, uh, Guy is a very nice person. <laughs> but uh, the team was in transition back then, uh-huh. you know, and uh, wasn't doing so well. And I didn't really play much with Guy. Uh, truthfully because I, I came up to take his place mm-hmm. somewhat so uh it was a bit of an awkward situation and sure. be a dis-
0: yeah a little interesting there and that's why i asked the question yes. because you even talked to him he's like i knew jiggy was coming in i knew that's why he was here
1: yeah 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 no you know it's a tough situation when you're a veteran and it happened to me when i got older you know they they you have to prepare the future and stuff like that so it's never an easy situation uh but you know he's always been very nice very kind to me uh uh you know and you know what he's like you know he's a, he's got a nice yeah. personality oh, yeah, yeah. and uh it's it's just you know we're, we were a different place absolutely in our career
0: for sure so you get into the uh O2O3 season and when did you realize that that there was magic uh well Babs, Babs jumped in as yes, the coach. As the right? coach, yeah. yeah.
1: And and uh, you know, I had Babs in the minors mm-hmm. in the mighty docks, uh in Cincinnati, Cincinnati for like, you know, two months about. Uh, you know, and the first day I, I met Francois there, first thing he told me. Uh, you know, we'd been talking for five minutes and he said, You know, I'm just gonna get you ready for the Stanley Cup <laughs> And I started laughing. I'm like, I you know, I just don't even know how to play. Like I I you know, okay. I'm so far from the Stanley Cup. Yeah, yeah. I just want to play in the NHL right now, you know. So, But his minding was that, you know, the day the team was going to be ready, I was going to be ready. You know what I mean? And, and I was just, you know, I had, all I had to do is wait for the team to be ready. And as the year went on, and I, uh, you know, I did an interview not long ago uh, about this. So, I like, it was kind of, yes. you know, it, it reminded me a lot of the stuff. But the season didn't start very well. Right. You no, know, we were under five hundred for a long time. But uh, you know, slowly but surely we we learned how to play the game the right way. Uh, it was not a very exciting type of game. I'd say it was very uh uh the trap and, and playing well defensively and not giving up much. Uh, but at the end of the day it was very efficient and you know, from Christmas on we, we I think we were the second or the third best record in the NHL. So, yeah. you know from you know from then on we knew that we had a good team. I would lie and say that we thought we would beat the uh, the Red Wings in the first round. I don't think anybody thought that that would happen, uh, especially the Red Wings That's such a good team that won the cup the year before, so you know, it was very unlikely that we would beat them but uh you know the the rest is history I guess.
0: well it seemed like too in the history of of the mighty ducks every time you guys got to the postseason it was the red wings you had to face yeah. them at some point in time you had to go through detroit to get you know farther in the playoffs if not get to the cup um but you guys made some big big moves at the deadline stumpy came in yeah you know and, yep. and some veteran guys Oatsy was here you know it was, it was a, a veteran team that they knew what in what it took to win?
1: Yeah, we went to get the right pieces there. The, you know, some older guys, some veteran guys that that knew how to play hockey and that wanted to win. You know, that guys that never really tasted what it was like to yeah to win the Stanley Cup. So that's a key too. But those guys, you know, I don't know. it's what a player. You know, yeah. what an amazing run he had with us. I think he finished a top scorer in the playoff. Mm-hmm. I think if I'm not mistaken. But a great passer, him and and Paul. had a great chemistry. And, uh, but we just had a team that, you know, uh, overall played really well defensively, you know, and, and, uh, um, it, you know, like it, it was fun to play, uh, for that team. There's no doubt.
0: You mentioned Detroit and how after that, the rest was history, but your first playoff taste of the postseason <laughs> was a triple overtime, yeah. 63 saves at the time, <laughs> the most by a, a net minor making his debut in the playoffs. And uh, then, of course, you had the, uh, Statue of Liberty and, and just, uh, you know, iconic storybook stuff that will live forever in the lore of the Mighty Ducks and Anaheim Ducks? I mean, <laughs> after that game one, was it kind of like, okay, this is on. Like, we we can do this.
1: After that game one, it was more like, oh boy, what did, what did we do? <laughs> Poke the, po- the, yeah, the bear a little bit? Yeah, we poked the bear a little bit. No, the the reality is you couldn't take the Red Wings for granted. You right. know, even at 3 nothing during the series, like you you had to make sure that you stayed focused, you stayed on on your game and, and keep frustrating them. They were very frustrated by the end of the series. But, you know, as friends, uh, you know, I, I, I doubted Frankie when in Francois yeah. Allaire when he told me, you'll be ready when the team is ready because I didn't know that I was ready, truthfully. I was I was very scared, you know, and going into Detroit, I was super nervous. Uh, I think if I remember well, I gave up a goal in the first five minutes of the game. And I was like, oh, there we go. You know, this, <laughs> you know, <we're, laughs> this game's going to be finished and nothing. But just I played probably scared mostly, you know, just mm-hmm. scared of being humiliated, scared of, you know, yeah. n- not belonging in the playoff. And uh, But at the end of the day, I think I, I was ready, but the team mostly was ready too.
0: And 5 OT and against Dallas. And it's just, it goes on and on. And it's interesting too, because that's what makes hockey postseason the best playoffs in professional sports because you it can go and it's just a warrior and you're just you're battling these guys and and you had an issue staying hydrated i mean that's like how i mean those games you look back i mean do you look back on those games and go how in the world did i get through those i look back
1: and i'm like i I just wouldn't want to do that again yeah that's just insane and and uh that the dallas game was probably the most insane day ever for me you know It, it, it just you know I, I was completely dehydrated i couldn't i couldn't even talk to people or my my hands wouldn't function they were all cramped up my my jaw i couldn't talk because my jaw was cramped up like it, it wouldn't move anymore and there you like i'm you know i've got like the trainer putting my equipment back on me because i gotta go back on the ice and i'm like i, I don't know like you know how am i gonna keep that up it's impossible but anyway it, it you know you make it happen and and uh, thankfully it it, went, it, go, it goes your way you know and all i kept saying is like at some point you know i was i think it was marty turco on the other side i'm like at some point he's going to make a mistake yep. at some point yep. you know this has been going on forever yeah. he's going to make a mistake so i was just waiting for his mistake and the the thing too, with overtime is the longer it goes the easier it gets because the players are just as tired as you are yep. so their shots are soft everything gets like sloppy so you you know all I was again I was afraid of just giving up a bad goal because we'd done all that work, but uh, fortunately it went our way.
0: Yeah, and then many uh, you you just I mean not that you had caught fire already, but you allowed one goal in a sweep against Minnesota, and then you go take on New Jersey. Of course, Scott would be your future teammate, yeah. and Robbie and Scotty going head to head. <laughs> yeah. Um, and at and at that one, one in that series, the one thing I want to ask you about is when Paul Correa went down here. Yeah. Um, and then he came back out on the ice, and he scored that goal. Was the team thinking, okay, all this if he can do that, we can win this thing? Yeah. Well, it Not gave that you us didn't uh, think that already, yeah, but no.
1: Yeah, we 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 thought we could win. There's no doubt. Uh, you you know, it it was an amazing moment, and I wish it didn't happen really because he had no business coming back. Uh, it's a great point. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and that's a great point. It, but. You know at the time and in those days uh we didn't think that way and and there he is came comes back and it's the loudest i've ever heard this rink even when we won the stanley cup it was not that loud when he scored that goal like it was you know an amazing moment and and probably all 20 players that were there are part of it will tell you that's probably the best moment ever that they live in their you know in their career and you know at the end of the day we all wish probably that it didn't happen yeah
0: you know i remember seeing the press box and watching that happen and all of a sudden i'm like i gotta book a flight back to new jersey I'm yeah like, this is you guys are like we're gonna win yeah like after yeah. that i'm like oh god how can you not Gosh. win right after that it's like it was amazing so you know you in and new jersey the only thing and i, I know you've been asked this a, a zillion times but it is such a iconic's the wrong word to use but watching you win the con Smythe after you lose did you feel all the emotion of and all the exhaustion of that playoff run just kind of leave you in 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 that moment,
1: yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah we were all pretty exhausted. It was a long run, it was uh and you know it's even more exhausting when you don't win, I think, yeah, you know when you win you get that boost of energy, that adrenaline that you you did all that work, but it paid off and uh, you know, and yeah, it was just a—it was a really, really tough. I'd say like couple of hours. You know, from from the end of the game and to probably even like in the third period, we knew that we didn't have any any momentum. They were mm-hmm. to to New Jersey's defense. They were they were a really good team. Yeah, and and they were a veteran team and they'd been there before. You yeah. know, a tough team to beat. And looking back, I think we gave it our best. I think we we went like we played as good as we could. You know, all the way through, and uh, I, I don't know that we could have beat New Jersey in in those days. You know, I think they were they were that good a team, but uh, it was diff- disappointing, no doubt. And uh, but I think it was a learning lesson. And unfortunately, not all those guys could have been there in two thousand seven, but. It really served me when I went back into the finals. That's yeah. for sure.
0: And it was it was interesting how it played out then for you and for the Ducks because the next year you didn't go to the postseason. Then you had the strike, and then all of a sudden you go back to the Western Conference Finals. And now and then Briz kind of starts coming into the the mix. Yeah. And then you go oh six oh seven, um, and you mentioned the oh three team didn't start out well, but the oh oh six oh seven team couldn't be beat.
1: No. Yeah. We had, like, we had an amazing team, and we just knew that we had the team to go all the way.
0: When you get Pronger and Scotty, I mean, you must be going, oh, my God, this is great. Yeah.
1: I think, you know, uh, what gave us a lot of confidence is uh, the year before when we lost against uh, the Oilers, and Edmonton Oilers, Chris was there, and he was such a big part of that team. He had such a big presence. I tell you, probably all 20 players hated him, like, Mm -hmm. hated him, you know. So much. He's such a hateful person to like, play against. Like Corey Perry. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. you just love to hate them. <laughs> yeah. But when we first, when we got that, you know, Chris Pronger in our team, we're like, oh my gosh, this is like this this is the missing piece. We can't lose with that guy in our team. With the team that we have, yeah. You know, so I think we came in with tons of confidence. That was a you know a great addition for our team, obviously, but. uh we, we knew that we could play. You know what's good with that team is we could play any type of game. Mm-hmm. You know, you wanted to score goals. We could. We had guys to score goals. You wanted to fight. You don't want to fight us because mm-hmm. you're going to lose that game. You wanted to hit. We can hit you harder than you can hit us. So, uh, you know, it was such a fun team to be part of. What was the room like?
0: Was it It was kind of the team that ran itself? I mean, I know Randy was there and he had a great coaching staff, but you get to a point, right, where the team kind of – it kind of, it's kind of a self-policing team.
1: Yes, yes. And, we, well, you know, when you have good leadership, and it starts with Scott, uh, a quiet leader, but a leader nonetheless, a guy that's, he's never nervous about anything because he's won everything. So, he, he, you know, when you have guys that know where they're going and you just have to follow them, you know, I think it's, it's so much easier that way. Uh, so we, you know, and with, with Prongs, that was helping him. Timu, uh, that was really hungry for a cup. Uh, we had some young guys in Getzii and and Paris that were ready yeah, to Penner, like and Penner too. Yeah, exactly. You know that were ready to step up and and give us really big minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, heavy minutes that were tough to play against. Uh, you know, and and you could go on and on. You know, around the along the the, the lineup. Uh, I mean, I had such a great de- uh, defense in front of me. It made my life much easier. That's for sure. But uh you know we had a great group of leader that knew where we were going
0: it was fun too because you talk about the dynamic of players especially like scotty and prongs i remember walking on the plane and those two sat next to each other yeah and scotty didn't have to say a word he had the paper up and then prongs would chirp everybody that walked on that plane (laughs) and it was the funniest thing like when I talked to Scotty about that, he's like, yeah, it was great. I didn't have to say a word to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it was, the dynamic was just perfect. I'm, two two, to see two unlikely
1: people, right? <laughs> <laughs> to, to, it's, and
0: it's like the odd couple. No,
1: no, the yes. odd couple. And we would all drive together. I would drive with Prongs and the two, uh, Rob and Scott. You did? Yes. Did, did you drive in the Prius? Yes, we'd drive in the Prius. <laughs> and then Scotty, it was Scotty's Prius.
0: <laughs> How, did you fit? How did Prongs I, fit in the I, Prius?
1: I, I, who knows? Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, Scotty is a huge heavy metal. You know, fan, he would put some heavy metal on the way there and we'd just drive this little, you know, electric car or whatever. And it was (laughs) people wouldn't believe like if they saw us on the
0: highway, it was very odd. That can't be that can be that can't be
1: (laughs) (laughs) that was very odd. That
0: is fantastic. Because I knew that I didn't know you were part of that carpool club. I knew all those three guys were in there. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Uh, and the end of that season was interesting too for you because you had your first child. Yes, and, and all that surrounding that was you missed the last few games of the regular season, then they missed the first uh, three or four in the postseason against many. Yeah, Briz took over for you for a little while. What was that like? I mean, talk about emotion. I mean, you have this team that you have you know can go, and then but you obviously families first. So yes, h- how do yeah. you balance that? Was
1: really hard really hard uh for many uh, many reasons you know obviously you you want your son to be okay and and healthy and and thank god he is today and you know he's he's a goalie himself so he's he's doing well but uh at the time you know there was uh worry about cancer and stuff like that and it was you know it was really hard yeah and and uh you know i had a really good season that year i was ready to go i was you know i felt really confident so uh, truthfully, it was very really disappointing when I came back not to get my net back. It was really hard. That, that was that part I had a hard time dealing with. And, and in part was because Briz was playing well. You know, he, oh. he, uh, when I had to take time off t- to spend with my son, Briz stepped up and did the job for the team. So it's a really hard decision as a coach. You know, you have this, these two goalies that can do the, the job. Uh, you know you have a team that can go all the way. That's the objective, in a way, you know, to to go all the way and win the Cup. And then you have this goalie that's played the last three games, that played really well, and he's ready for the playoff. And you have this other guy that didn't play the last three games, didn't really practice much. You don't know in what state he is because of his son. And in the playoff, you know, you lose the first, second game, and that's it, you know, like that could be the end of it all. So it's a tough decision you know for for a coach and uh uh now that i coach my kids i know you know that it's a tough decision <laughs> but probably a uh, tougher decision I, <laughs> yeah uh. but it was a it was a tough pill to swallow at the time but uh uh you know i understand it better now for sure
0: yeah and uh you know as you guys went you just kind of started cruising yeah cruise control yeah um and when you got to ottawa and there was a, a really a, a moment too when you talk about kind of defining moments at the end of a period, I think it was the second, and Scotty gets the puck fired at him and hits him in the chest. And, yeah, And then he goes, and it was the captain of the Sens. You guys go into the room. I mean, what's being said? How are you guys reacting as this veteran team to calm the storm, to go out back out there and win? Well,
1: you know, uh, kudos to Scotty. You know, I think he, he he's such a calm person and he's such a a, a calm leader that, uh, you know, that, that didn't affect him. You know, some other guy might have reacted differently, you know, and, and maybe I would have reacted sure. differently. You know, I'm a little bit more hot-headed than, than Scotty. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we knew that that wasn't the time or the place to do that. And, and uh, I think it made us just kind of refocus on what we had to do and, and re, you know, because we'd done a good job winning the first two games, lose the, the third game. Uh, in, in Ottawa, and, and, you know, if you win the fourth game, you're back here for the Stanley Cup. You're, you know, like, that's what you want to put your, away, your yourself in. You don't want to come back here being 2-2, having losing the momentum. That's so much work, so hard, you know, and I think at that point we, we were yeah. pr- getting pretty tired and stuff like that, and uh, that means that you got to go back another time to Ottawa. So, you know, everything said, like, we have to win this game. It's not, it's a must, it's a must win, you know, because if we win this game, uh, you know, after that, I think it's not a walk in the park, but it's, you know, with the team we have and the way we played in the fifth game, uh, we, we had to win game four. There's no doubt.
0: Yeah. And once it was all said and done, what was, can you, do you, or do you relive the euphoria of that moment of hoisting the cup? Do you, Oh is yeah. That, I mean... Yeah.
1: No, I do. You know, and it's a great moment, there's no doubt. Uh, you know, the, I so much enjoyed the last 10 minutes of that game. Yeah. Because Ottawa had kind of given up. Yeah. Uh, I think it was 6-2 at the time. And I felt it, it's the worst I've ever felt in a game, if I remember well. Like, it, it, I just had no energy. Really? Uh, I, You know, and I'm so glad the guys played well in front of me. Honestly, like, if Ottawa came out, and, and just played like amazing. Yep. I'm not sure I would have finished that game because hey, I was I was on my heels the whole time. I had no legs. Uh just run down. And and uh you know the guys it's the best game I've seen us play like in oh my gosh, it was so amazing. And to be able to enjoy the last, you know, I think it was like maybe seven, eight minutes where where, you know, I knew that that was it and the the fans were that gave me a lot of energy they actually. Knew but it. at that they point I had yep. A little bit more jump in my, you know, but uh, everybody was up and screaming. That was a fun time for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, unreal. So when that was all said and done, you got through that. Um, did you guys think that you had a chance to repeat? Did I mean, but by the way, you had a team who not knowing what he was going to do. Scotty's on the fence, both about retirement. So nobody knew what they were going to do. I mean, what was the, you had this team that was built to win again. Yes. Yes. And I think.
1: There was a lot of uncertainty. Like, we didn't know what was going to happen. Uh, you know, I think repeating is so hard. You know, like, it, it, it took a lot of energy. I myself had a struggle. I struggled the year after that. And uh, then I had to, uh, I think, battle with Hilsey, yeah, mm-hmm. Jonas Seller, for my, my spot. So I, I was in a, a different spot. We had a hard time, I think, with us against Dallas the, the next year in the playoff. Uh, but, you know, I think we we had the team to repeat. It's just you know, as as we say, it's so hard to repeat, and then changes happen, and then uh, uh, you know, it was. Uh, I guess it was not meant to
0: be. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, it was drama to say the least. Yeah, trying, trying to figure that one out. But it was. I mean, I knew that everybody, and including all the fans, everyone thought it. You know, wait, Seth, we could do this again. Oh my you know, gosh, I yeah. mean, it's easier for us to say, yeah. obviously. <laughs> um, a date I want to throw at you. Um, that I know is very special. It's, uh, I guess we like to call it the lap. Okay. May 26, yes. 2014. Oh uh, Tamu's last game here at Honda Center. Uh, I remember, I was lucky enough to be on the ice after the game. And I was trying to find Tamu to do this bench interview. And then I lost him because all of a sudden he goes over and gets you. <laughs> what, can you tell me the story of how that unfolded? Like how that moment came to be?
1: That was crazy. That was a crazy day, actually, because. uh I didn't think I was going to play and uh, Pachkawa was m- my coach in Colorado and three things had to happen for me to play and like you know I, I could only know in the morning because there was an afternoon game you know out east and these guys had to win this guy you know two teams had to lose and I'm like there's no way these like there's no way I'm playing that you know so basically the game had to mean nothing and we were playing for position if it did, so they you wanted to play Varlamov. If not, so anyway, so I'm like ah, you know, there's no way I'm playing. Usually I wouldn't, I wouldn't drink alcohol the night before, <laughs> but I'm like yeah, there's no way. I know this is my last you know, time yeah. here and yeah. stuff. So I went out with uh, my neighbors, my old, uh, yeah, you know, old neighbors and stuff, and we just went to dinner. I, yeah. you know, I had some wine, couple yeah. couple glasses of wine, maybe a couple of beers, and a lot more than I would ever have, right? Sure, so sure. the next morning, I'm like, ah, there's no way, no way I'm playing, <laughs> and. You know, I only found out like a couple of hours before the game. Like, really? Oh my gosh, you're killing me! I'm like, oh, no <laughs> so I'm like, way. you know, start getting some Gatorades into me, and I'm like, oh, I can do this. I've done this all my life. I can do this. So, uh, but meanwhile, um, you know, Timu wanted to do that that lap, right? And I'm like, you know, I knew that that was his last game, and I'm like, oh, he meant, you know, Timu meant so much to this organization, this city, the fans. I'm like, you know, this is this day. I don't, you know, I, I I really didn't want to be part of it. When did he reach out but, to you? When did you know, he reached out to Alex, I think okay. Gilchrist and and uh, you know the night before, the day before, and uh, you know I guess he's such a nice guy. You know, he's such a nice teammate, and he wanted to share that with me. And uh, uh, you know, I'm so grateful that he did. You know, and I I would I would have been okay just watching him do his lap, and you know I thought he he was such an amazing player for 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 me for you know the teams i played with but for the 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 city and but uh, it was an amazing moment to do with him too
0: that makes yeah. the picture i see just brings chills brings back <laughs> tremendous memories we have it at, you know it's up at, at honda center um before i let you go though uh this is uh i mean i could sit here and we could chat for a long time um but there's a game tonight yes we actually have to work you're gonna be on <laughs> set with G and i um what are you doing now i, I know you're coaching I mean, just kind of give everyone you know, an idea of what's going on and, and uh how your boys are doing.
1: Yeah, and my boys are great. Uh they're ten, thirteen, and fifteen. I've got two that play hockey. Uh the oldest being the goalie mm-hmm. and the youngest being the defenseman. My uh, middle guy plays basketball for his school. So that's uh, that's actually a lot of fun. Uh, you know, it's nice not to yeah. go in a rink and freeze uh, <laughs> <get> <laughs> your butt off. But uh yeah, so I coach both kids that are play play hockey and uh uh, that takes a lot of my time. I'm on the ice every day. Uh, so that's, uh, you know, wow. it, it's, I was due for a break yeah. uh, because they don't listen. Kids don't listen, <laughs> right? <laughs> they drive me nuts. That's awesome. So anyway, and uh, I do, uh, you know, I'm an analyst on TV yeah. uh, for TVA Sports back home. And I do, uh, I work about once a week. Yeah. So not much. I don't want to do too much. I, I, you know, it's really... I just want to get out of the house every once in a while. Keep you connected and, yeah, to, to exactly, the game too. Yeah, exactly, to the game. And yep. uh, I work with all ex-NHL players, guys I've known my yep. whole life. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, I work with Alain Cheney. That was a, a big part of building the teams, that you know, the winning team and stuff like that. He was a scout for the the Ducks at the time and a great person. Uh, so he's got tons of stories. He's a storyteller and he's always fun to listen to. Uh, so that's, uh, you know, I do I do that once a week. and. Uh, Otherwise, you know, I try to stay in shape. That's not working out very well. And, <laughs> you know, and uh, we try well, to enjoy it. You can still
0: play, dude. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what
1: keeps me very busy yeah. is I, uh, I build a, a ice in my backyard in the winter. Okay. That's so much work. Oh, oh God. Yes. And the winters are getting tougher because it's getting milder. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, a lot of snow mixed with a bit of rain and then it freezes on top. And yeah. you get to work your butt off to try to move that snow. and. <laughs> gosh it's a pain but uh, my kids are on it every day so awesome. it's it's a lot of fun yeah so good well yeah. so
0: good to see you back here man well, thank and thanks you. for stopping by i'm glad we got to do this in person and um it's always a pleasure hopefully we could do it again and uh, my best to you and your family man. anytime yeah thank you all right uh, well jay shigar he's the man and this has been another edition of from mighty till now this is an anaheim ducks original production on duck street